work in silence, trying to stop the violence, cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story. Just imagine how I'm living, only fresh and authentic, never shaking the twisted, I'm going off the specifics, moving with high intentions and exercising my mission, lending purpose with vision, now take a sip and just listen, uh. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, a self-help podcast to help you turn life's lemons into lessons. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host, and today we're going to talk about why being yourself is a gift. So I was talking to a friend the other night about a situation with somebody that really had me feeling stuck. Have you ever known someone for a long time to realize that you really didn't know that person at all? And so I'm venting, and I'm talking, you know, and I'm just blabbing on, right? And my friend was just like, Whit, stop. And he gave me a really hard reality. He said, Whitney, your biggest problem is that you don't believe people when they show you who they are. And so, you know, I wanted to clap back and say, be quiet, you're wrong. But I knew that he was right. Sometimes we try to give other people the benefit of the doubt or we try to hold people to a perception of them that we want to see. And all the signs may be right in front of us, but we choose not to believe them. And the fact of the matter is people sometimes don't outwardly tell us who they are because they don't want to be judged. And maybe they don't even want to believe that they are who they are because the world has told them that they are wrong. And so regardless of when or what someone shows you, you have to make a decision to accept what's being given to you or decide that it no longer is something that you want to keep in your life. We often dwell on what we're missing out on when we don't have certain people around us, when we should be thinking about what will actually happen or what will we be be gaining without their presence. I beat myself up thinking about this person a lot because I feel like I invested so much time and just energy and by letting go, I would lose everything. But what I failed to realize is that I am a better and more refined version of myself than I've ever been in my life because of our experiences together. There are things that I've changed in my life that I thought were for that person, but then I realized that those changes were truly for me. And how do I know that? Because when you make life changes for others, it's easy to revert back into old habits like they never left. Because when you change, it was never really an action for you, and therefore that change no longer serves as a purpose in your world. It's like it's back to business as usual. Now, on the other hand, when you change for you, like truly change for yourself, you're like, no, I ain't ever going back. Those old attitudes, those habits and behaviors that were once a part of your story can no longer steal your glory because it's part of it's no longer part of who you are and it no longer exists sometimes it takes people to help us get to the changes that we seek and regardless of if they treat it as right or wrong if they had ignited a call to action within yourself to change then they give you an opportunity to attain one of the most valuable gifts that you can ever give which is a better version of yourself so I no longer feel conflicted about what I need to do because I'm no longer addicted to the perception that I inflicted on that person I consciously understand that I can't allow my perceptions to shape reality because then I start to operate in a reality that doesn't truly exist we can't be mad at people for being who they are. It's hard. It's frustrating. But we cannot hold on to the idea of someone versus the true identity of someone. I watched an interview with Oprah from back in the day when she talked to Maya Angelou in her 20s. I guess they were having some sort of like pillow talk sessions. Everyone was like in their pajamas. And at the time, Oprah was dating this guy. And she said that he didn't call her back and he was exhibiting some suspect behaviors that was taking up a lot of her time and energy. So Maya Angelou told her, and I'm going to give my best impression her voice she's like my dear why must you be shown 29 times before you can see who they really are why can't you get it right the first time and I I just thought it was so true because after a while if people start to show you over and over again that their response won't change you can't blame them 
You have to take accountability in accepting that you saw what you wanted to see, because if you don't, it can cost you your time, energy and spirit every single time. So we may not be able to project the behaviors that we want to see on others, but we can work hard to make sure that we don't do the same thing to those who are around us and understand the significance of living a life of being transparent and authentic. Because to be completely honest, at this point in my life, I feel like I'm at a crossroads between who God is calling me to be and who the world knows me to be. I'm in a place where I'm learning to break old thought patterns, habits, stigmas, and actions that no longer reflect the woman that I am worthy of becoming. So while I may be at odds with someone that I love, there is one lesson from this experience I will never forget. And that's this. Being yourself is the greatest gift that you can give the world. By being yourself, you allow people to know the real you. We hear a lot about being authentic, but what we don't realize that that is that authenticity is not just a buzzword. Authenticity is a filter. The people who are for you will be with you, and your realness will clear out the people who aren't really for your best interests. I've been through things, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going through things. Really, these are experiences that are changing me. And experiences, they can, cha- they can change. They can challenge who we are positively or negatively, but we have to look at those negative experiences as not obstacles, but opportunities to grow. But what I know is that ultimately experience brings clarity. So I have to choose, keyword, choose to seek them regardless of the outcome, because I know one experience does not determine the end of my story. We have to remember that as we learn about ourselves and feel stagnated, that God is, is not done with us and we're really just getting started. But when we experience inauthenticity from others, it's preparing us for how we deal with and discern the behaviors of others. So I'm learning how to choose to seek experiences that grow me and shape my identity. I want to sleep with the peace of knowing that I am who I am and standing firm in who I am, regardless of what someone else is trying to dish out to me. So showing people who we really are is deeply ingrained in our identity. Um, And I want to give a shout out to Stephanie Bridges. Um, Stephanie has a poem called Identity Crisis that really resonated with me. She lives here in Columbus. And in her poem, she says, identity is a labor of love. And I wholeheartedly believe this because it's truly about the work that we put in to define ourselves. And as I explore my identity, the most important question that I ask myself is, what is it that I value and how do I stay true? to it. I don't ever want to be in a position where I'm living a lie because if I'm not being truthful or honest with myself, I have to constantly think about how I'm going to self-evaluate. And so I ask the question, when I do what I do, what do I do it for? Who do I do it for? Understanding our identity is an ongoing process. It's not something that stops when you feel whole. But what I love is that through all of this, I will always have a peace of mind of knowing that as long as I explore who I am, I will always be free. When you explore who you are and live those values out loud, no one will ever have to question them. There will ever have to be a question mark associated with your character because you consistently show up for yourself. The challenge is that many of us are not in an environment where we feel like we can truly become ourselves and show ourselves and have to be okay with losing things to gain more in the long run. But by truly being ourselves, we silently give permission to others to do the same when we interact with them. So I'm learning. I mean, like every single day, I'm learning how to show up for myself authentically. And it's not a walk in the park. I mean, there are days when I just want to agree and move along because I don't like conflict. I just want to, you know, avoid confrontation. But I realize that the greater conflict will reside inside of myself if I'm silent about how I truly desire to move and live my life. So, again, 
I'm in a place in my life where I'm learning to prioritize peace over everything. Behaviors out of my control, I let go. But one thing that I believe in defining is my own set of behaviors. And I think that there are three ways to accomplish that. And the first way is to build in self-awareness as a part of your lifestyle. Sometimes we change in ways that are visible and sometimes we change and don't know until someone else tells us. Regardless, you have to be very intentional about exploring the changes that are taking place in your life and understand how they attribute to the person that you are in this moment. True authenticity stems from making sure that you're not operating out of an outdated model of yourself and you have to be willing to let go of attitudes and behaviors that don't represent you. Another thing that I think is most important is making sure that you're feeling your feelings. I actually did a video about this on Instagram the other day. And what that means is don't suppress your emotions. Feel what you need to feel because when you suppress your mess that you feel inside, you ultimately bury your best. So don't cart compartmentalize because your emotions will show up in places and ways that you least expect. Allow yourself to understand how you feel and don't put your feelings on the back burner. Embrace them and give yourself an opportunity to unpack so you can come up with an action plan. When you acknowledge your feelings, it gives you a clear understanding of where you stand and it makes it easier to communicate with others. When you don't acknowledge your emotions, you give yourself permission to be stuck or you're not allowing yourself to feel a certain amount of gratitude. So always be in tune with how you feel. And lastly, make decisions that reflect who you are and not for the sake of someone else. And I think we get caught in the hamster wheel of people pleasing instead of evaluating how it affects us internally. You have to be bold not by not only telling the truth about how you feel, but consciously living in your truth every single day. And this one is so hard for me, but each time I make a decision where it feels like I dodged a bullet or feel relief, I get really happy because we spend a lot of times doing things we don't want to do and being people that are not true to our core because we underestimate the power of our yeses and our noes. So before we leave today, I want to leave you with a quote from Diana Kutch. She says, do not let people show you who they are. Show them every day who you are. So I want to ask you, how are you showing up for yourself every day? Thanks again for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. And if you like what you heard, please like, share, subscribe and follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Google. If today's episode resonated, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and hit me up on Twitter or on IG at Pink Lemonade Podcast. Until next time. Peace.